Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. Um, not really a ton of recruiting, but Nate, I, I got I know a lot of people want to know, between you and Mike and the team at Rivals, Brian Munson, you've talked and heard from a lot of people. What is just the reaction you're getting from Husker recruits uh, about this decision uh, with the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, the, the the main feedback that we've been able to get so far is that everyone's on on board. They're fully 100% committed, um, and maybe even more committed now than than ever before after seeing how Scott Frost, um, you know, standing up for his players and, and fighting for what they believe in, and and. Um, you know, I think it would have been really easy to just kind of, you know, like we've been saying all, all show long, kind of kiss the ring, fall in line, and, and just take your lumps and, um, and, and have to tell your team, well, sorry, you know, this is out of our hands, but, um, you know, better, hopefully we have better luck next year. I, I, I think the recruits have respected the way that Nebraska has handled this um, from the get-go with how the protocols they've put into place and, and how um, they've treated you know the players with, with had their their safety uh, as the number one concern the entire time how they're going to back um, you know wanting to explore options to, to let them play because that's what they want to do and how they've kind of given them a voice too they, they've allowed the players to um, you know kind of have their own voice in all of this and um, and I th- as of right now, everyone is is on board and committed. But there are some questions, you know, especially with the mid year guys. There, uh, how how that's going to happen, how how that's going to work out. If anything, will will be changing there. Uh, but right now, they're they're good. And Nate, I, I know everyone's like, well, you, you have to you know give everybody a year back. But eighty five scholarships is a lot harder to do that with than a baseball team or even a you know a partial scholarship baseball team or a basketball team where there's already attrition anyway mm-hmm. for football you know you you, you could have four, 40 true freshmen on scholarship if you if you held everyone's 2020 scholarship and made them freshmen as well i mean it's almost like they're gonna have to create like a six-year scholarship chart now uh when, when you look at things if they're trying to do the right thing but can people right now can they afford to do that yeah i mean that's the question i i don't i don't know if it's feasible um i'm sure it's it can't be feasible for everybody there's no way every every team in the country is going to be able to um kind of give the same type of eligibility and and follow those same types of rules i mean i, I just the financials behind it are are you know um, ridiculous. If you really broke down how much money that would really be, uh, I think that's that's enough to to really put some other programs in a bad in bad shape. I think Nebraska would be able to do it, um, but then you're talking. I mean, that would change the, your numbers if um, you know if you're having seniors come back at, at positions where you're expecting them to to graduate. Um, you know, now all of a sudden, and you've got let's say you've got three commits uh, like Nebraska's got three offensive line commits and uh, but they're expecting you know however many seniors to to graduate well now those seniors are coming back and 
Um, you know, and, and then how's that impact your, your numbers for the 2022 class and so on and so forth? I mean, I think this is going to be kind of a headache to figure out um, how you're going to handle things, what your numbers are going to look like. And especially right now, because you're in complete limbo, uh, waiting for the NCAA to, to come down and, and for the Big Ten to come down and say, OK, well, this is the, this is the new eligibility requirements or, or what it's going to look like and and how you're going to be able to operate going forward with your team. Yeah, it will be interesting. You almost will have to create like a new class of guys. You, mm-hmm. You'd be called a true freshman, then a COVID freshman, a COVID freshman and then <laughs> redshirt freshman. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But true th- freshman, COVID freshman, redshirt freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Yep. I mean, honestly, that's that's probably what's going to have to happen. But <laughs> COVID freshman. <laughs> I don't know what, how else you would describe it. But it's going to throw off your charts and numbers. And I mean, like, think about Omar Manning. You know, a guy like that that got here, Alante Brown. You know, for seniors in Nebraska, Hymas would be the only one that I could see. You know what? He's going to go pro. I mean, yeah. he was he was close, but. Matt, Matt Farniak, Ben Stilley, those guys need to play a year of football. Yeah, still. they got to give. They got to. DiCaprio gotta, Boodle needs a year. Yeah, they need more. They need more tape. They need. They need another year under their belt to to get better and to show what they can do. Um, it's it's there's just so many questions right now. It's just it's insane when you really think about it. Um, the the administration, not just Nebraska's administration, uh, everybody, every every team's administration, they've got their hands full right now and try to answer so many of these questions that uh, at this point in time you just you really don't have an answer for. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, and then it leads you to the question, Nate, of recruiting and visits and you know here's another one for you Nate if I mean if high school football is going on can coaches go watch games yeah. like I mean probably not but why not yeah why not yeah. You know? I mean what's not safe about that you're not having contact with the kid I, I, it, all of this is just a it's so hard to understand yeah it's it's uh to use a famous rss um you know word uh, it's it's mind-boggling uh how how I got other words I would yeah, probably well, use, yeah. but, but this is uh, a family yeah. show aired on multiple affiliates across the state of Nebraska. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there are so many questions. Are you if you aren't allowed to fly your team from one city to the next, um, will you, can you expect the NCAA to let recruits fl- fly in from from wherever they're coming from to to finally start taking official visits? There's not been a single recruit in the 2021 class that's been able to take an official visit yet because the dead period has been, you know, in effect essentially since, you know, mid to late March, um, you know, all the way through to, to now. So, I mean, I'm not op- optimistic that the dead period is going to be lifted and they're going to allow visits to start taking place and allow coaches to go visit, um, you know, other, other high school football games that are happening because there was no spring evaluation period and there's there if there's no college football um or whatever you you'd think that that I mean it would make sense to do that but I'm not I'm not optimistic for any of that to happen and then and then you get into signing days I mean the December signing period had become the time to sign with you know with everybody here over the last two or three years and in the February you know the traditional late signing period in in February had kind of become an afterthought. Well, now, I mean, if there are no official visits or, or even unofficial visits that have been able to happen since mid-March, are you really going to be able to expect or allow recruits to sign early in December? 
Um, but it, can they even visit somewhere in January and February? It, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, the whole thing is just it's – a, it's a big, giant mess right now. Um, and I guess as far as recruiting goes, the good thing is is that everybody's kind of in the same boat together. Um, you know, w- with football, that's, that's another story because you've got conferences that are playing. But uh, another aspect of, of football and, and, you know, not being in the same boat together is, you know, how badly are the Pac-12 and the Big Ten going to be hurt recruiting-wise? Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that the SEC is going to be contacting these recruits and saying, hey, uh, you know, it just it, it means more here. You, you really want to go play at a school where they uh, the the people that are making decisions aren't going to be able to to play when when it's okay to play and and we're, we can do it, but they can't. You know, I mean, there's going to be a lot that's used against the the, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten when it comes to recruiting. Now, thankfully for Nebraska, uh, like I mentioned a minute ago, with with what a lot of the commits are telling us, uh, I think. Recruits and and parents of recruits, high school football coaches, they've got a lot of respect for Scott Frost and how he's handled things. And um, even though it's been kind of out of his control, I mean, the way that that uh, that he's handled things and the things that he has said about his players and about his team uh, have have resonated with a lot of people. Well, there's going to be lots to follow, lots to talk about um, here. As I know, there's no football, but there's going to be a lot to discuss here in the coming days, coming weeks just as we try to navigate through this unknown um, of everything going forward. So uh, much more. Make sure you are logged on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.